Jesus Christ, you only have goals, not vision. Join us as Pastor Gabe teaches us to open our eyes to what it means to have vision with his 2200 teaching. We hope you enjoy this message. see Jesus anywhere in scripture understand this he's young and he's passionate so he goes into the temple and he says I'm about my father's business he's young he's passionate full of zeal but he's not ready so he understands who he is he understands that he has been sent to earth to do something and because he's young And full of passion, he thinks that it is his moment to produce, but he has to submit to his parents. Because your neighbor say, maybe it is not time. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus follows his mother and his father, and we don't see him from 12 to 30 years of age. Now the next time we see Jesus, he's 30, and he starts to perform miracles. So three years of performing miracles, three years of a powerful interaction with humanity, heals the sick, raises the dead, turns water into wine, walks on water, heals the blind, Three years of performance, but that's not God's vision for his life. God's vision is to fulfill through Jesus what Adam did not complete. Now Jesus is referred to as the second man. Some people say the second Adam, but when you look at the scripture, it's actually identified as Jesus identified as the second man. Adam is the first, but he does not fulfill God's vision. He falls. Now God has to send a second man. And the second man is, look at your neighbor, say Jesus Christ. So watch this. We see him at 30. We see Jesus at 30 years old performing miracles, but, but when he is 33, he's performing miracles. He's gaining influence, but that's not God's vision. His purpose is not to perform. He performed miracles, but God did not send him to perform miracles. Look at your neighbor and say, there's no salvation in the miracles. Watch this. So Jesus, in order to complete God's purpose for his life, the completion, the summation of God's vision has to end with a crucifixion. Now watch this. He sent, God sent Jesus to die, but look at your neighbor and say, everyone will die. 
Everyone will die. Everyone will die. So Jesus's death is still not the completion. It is not the completion. The crucifixion is not the completion, but it is write this down. If you're taking notes, necessary. A crucifixion is necessary to complete God's vision. Now, we know the story. You know the story that on the third day, Jesus rose from the dead. Why is that important? Because everybody dies, but not everyone can rise from the dead. Watch this. So now Jesus has completed God's purpose for his life. He ascended. So now he's sitting. Scripture says on the right hand of the father back on the right hand, the throne of the father. So he came. He performed. He produced. He displayed. Then he is condemned to crucifixion. But he lives again. Now he's back. Seated at the right hand of the father. Look at your neighbor say mission complete. One of the things. That. You and I the 21st century we have a hard time. Dealing with. Is everybody. Wants. To fulfill. The desires. Of their heart. Everyone wants to fulfill goals. Everyone wants to obtain destiny. Everyone wants to obtain and produce vision and fruit. Nobody wants to pay a price. Everyone wants to rise from the ashes. Nobody wants to die. There is a price to fulfill vision. There is a pain to fulfill vision. There is hurt that's attached to fulfilling vision. Now, I says there are several things. That because Jesus died on the cross for our sin and he rose again, there are certain things and several things that you and I don't have to pay for. Number one, write this down. I do not have to pay for salvation. I'm saved by grace. Jesus paid for my sins. I don't have to pay for my salvation That's already been dealt with on the cross. (laughs) I want to address this for a moment. This is not my message, but I want you to know that you don't have to perform to get God's attention. That you don't have to be right. You don't have to do right. He loves you in spite of. He already paid for the sin you committed, the sin you commit, the sin you will commit. Look at your neighbor and say, he's already taken care of my sinful nature. Yeah. Yeah. 
Watch this. Tattoo this on your notebook. I'm no longer guilty. Hear me carefully. Until you come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and give your life to the Lord, you're paying for your sin. But those of us who took the step of faith, we are not paying for our sin. He already paid it on the cross. Number two, you do not have to pay for the mercy of God. His mercy started the day you acknowledged him as your Lord and Savior. Number three, you don't have to pay, earn the blessings of the Lord. He blesses us because he loves us. Watch this. Many of you, you come from this religious background where everything in God is earned. That's demonic. That's not God. God loves you. This is why you can sin to today and God will bless you tomorrow. <laughs> this is why you can sin tomorrow and God will give you the promotion that you really don't deserve. Why? Because blessings are not earned. He blesses us because we are his children. He just loves us. Watch this. You don't have to pay for the grace of God. Grace and mercy, they are sufficient. They are enough. He has enough to give everybody in the room. Now, let's go to this scripture, Genesis 37. Are you with me? Third verse. Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. That's because Joseph had been born to him when he was old. Israel actually is who? Jacob. Jacob made or Israel made him a beautiful robe. Joseph's brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them. So they hated Joseph. They couldn't even speak one kind word to him. And here it is. Here's the scary part. Joseph had a dream. This is where Joseph messed up. Now he messed up because he's young. He's immature. He has no wisdom. He just has a dream. Much like Jesus. Jesus gets this unction and then he finds himself at 12. Sitting in the temple. Young. Joseph had a dream. When he told it to his brothers, they hated him even the more. He said to them, listen to the dream I had. Watch this. We were tying up bundles of grain out in the field. Suddenly, my, my bundle stood up straight. Your bundles gathered around my bundles and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, Do you plan to be king over us? Will you really rule over us? So they hated him even more because of his dream. They didn't like what he said. Then Joseph had another dream. He told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream. This time the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. He told his father as well as his brothers. Then his father rebuked him. He said, what about this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers really do that? 
Will we, will we, we really come and bow down to the ground in front of you? His brothers were jealous of him. Watch this. But his father kept the dreams in mind. Sometimes people can hate not because they don't believe. They hate because they see it too. So write this down. Number one, go back and study this. Number one, Joseph had a dream. Joseph had a dream. Many of us, we have dreams. We have passions. We have goals. We have ambitions. We're still talking about 2200. Many people, we aspire to be something. And we are excited and we are passionate and we tell people and we perform. But we forget that when God gives you a dream and when God gives you vision, he doesn't fulfill dreams and vision and passion like the world does. You can be famous overnight in the world but in the kingdom of God there's what we called we call process write that down in the kingdom of God watch this Jill there is what we call process you may aspire to have a future in a particular area you may aspire to have family you may aspire to climb corporate uh, uh, ladders you may aspire to have your own dreams and you or your own uh, your own business you may aspire to be an author you may aspire to be on world stages uh, you may aspire to be a millionaire but once you sign up uh, once you give your life to Jesus Christ uh, what you have done is you said now Lord I know I was born with a passion I know I see myself greater than where I am right now but because I belong to you now I have signed up not to just reign not to just rule but I have signed up to be developed and processed I says I want to take my time here we look And we see that Joseph's brothers, they decide to kill him. Watch this. One of the brothers decided to talk them out of it. So what they decided to do was, first thing they did, they put him, they dumped him into an empty well. Then they said, hey, let's go ahead and kill him. But one of the brothers said, hey, let's not kill him. What are we going to benefit by killing him? So what they did was they ripped off his robe, took a sheep, took the blood, put it on his robe, sent it back to his father, said, your son has died. But what they really did was they sold Joseph into slavery. So now we have Joseph, the dreamer, that's been plotted against by his brothers. Now he's stuck in a well. From the well he sold into slavery. So now you have a vision. Now you have dreams. And from the dream, you're in a well or a pit. 
Now here it is, one season of your life, you can see it. Now, one season of your life, the pastor said it's about to happen. One season of your life, you came to prayer service and you got a prophetic word. One season of your life, you could feel it. You woke up every morning, you could eat, sleep, and breathe and taste your dream. It was right around the corner. One season of your life, you got confirmation after confirmation. You were listening to the radio, Ricky Smiley said something about it. Then you went home and you went home and somebody texted you something about something. Now, how did Ricky Smiley and my cousin know that I was thinking about the same thing? It must be about to happen. And one season, you heard had a dream. It was a vision. Oh, the Lord woke you up in the middle of the night. He said, it ain't never happened. Oh, it's about to happen. Oh, I feel it. One season of your life, you think, you, it, it was right around the corner. You could taste that thing. Somebody laid their hands on you and blah, 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 blah. you fell out and you said, yes, it's right. Then you started writing songs. I, I've never written a song about my dream. All kind of stuff. You've been in church. You've sown a seed on it. You run to the altar. I'm sowing. I'm declaring. Matter of fact, you started praying more than you never prayed before. You start reading your word. You start fasting, taking communion every day. You really wasn't doing it to get to know God. You were doing it because you had this passion and this dream. All these confirmation, all these things. And as soon as you have the dream and the confirmation, all of a sudden, a tragedy happens in your life. And you're trying to figure out, now, Lord, this does not match the passion and the zeal and the fervor and the vision and the call that you have given me. Something is not right. But look at your neighbor and say, everything is right on time. Because when God gives you vision, he sends you straight to a pit. Watch this. Sometimes your pit is emotional. Let me just say this to you. Who are you not to get a divorce? Who, who died and made you uh, special enough that God couldn't use uh, calamity and tragedy uh, to process you? Uh, no, sir. Uh, no, sir. Look at his name and say, we don't wish anything bad on you. Uh, but sometimes uh, you measure the depth of anointing on a person's life, uh, not based upon how powerful they are, but how deep the pit is. I says. Never met so many people, men of God, who when they don't have money, they blame it on God not loving them. I have never met, watch this, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to skip too ahead of this, but let me just say this to you. How are you 23 and 24 and 25 talking about what you deserve? You wish the smell similac on your breath. No, sir. You got to pay a price to have the money you need for your future. Watch this. Never seen uh, Dr. Minister Elder Seward. Uh, so many people uh, who want uh, to take a stage uh, and pray like Elder Tory uh, and pray like Deacon Tiffany uh, and sing with anointing. Uh, I want to be able to sing prophetically. Uh, watch this. Uh, you, uh, we don't even want to hear from you. Uh, you know why? Because uh, the stage uh, takes uh, a price. Uh, you just got saved two years ago uh, talking about you want to sound like Tasha look at your neighbor square in the eye and say no sir everything cost the price to be paid for vision to be fulfilled watch this I don't like people who network 
I don't like them. Let me tell you why. Because you're trying to skip process. Oh, let me just make it make sense. Now, here it is. Joseph is in the pit. Then he goes to slavery and they say, well, let's sell him to a man named Potiphar. Watch this. He goes. Oh, God, I love your word. He goes to Potiphar's house. And the Bible declares that when Joseph got on scene, everything that Potiphar owned, when Joseph began began to rule over it, it doubled or increased. Meaning, if Joseph had a hundred cattle, or if if Potiphar had a hundred cattle, Joseph came, watch this, now he's in slavery. So you have to understand, watch this. So he's in slavery, he's in captivity, he's held under his wheel, meaning he's working at Kroger's, or he's he's in school, and he he hates school, or he's, he's in a place, he's at a job that he does not like. But here's the powerful part of the story. That when Joseph got to Potiphar's house, I don't want to be here. I'm held against my wheel. But since I'm here, I'm going to increase the value of where I am. You ain't ready for promotion until you can go to Kroger's every day and end up being one of the general managers. You are not ready for promotion until God says no to your vision. I want you to be in school. I want you to do something you don't want to do and bring glory. Glory and anointing in the places that you don't want to be in. You're not ready for promotion until you can look at God and say, I honor the price that you're making me have to pay. Wow, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a 2200 life. I want vision. If you would like to stay connected to Rama, check out our website at www.therchurch.com and don't forget to click subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Rama Church Podcast.